Hello and welcome to my show, Curious on Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Guevara-Wingler, artist, certified in creative life coach, professional alcohol coach, and the creator of color, language of the soul, virtual watercolor workshops, where we delve deep into creative expression. I said yes to something bigger right in midlife. I believe we're meant to feel good and be the highest version of ourselves. On this podcast, we discuss creative transformation at any age and at any stage. There's curiosity around social norms for women, around aging, romance, alcohol, cultural expectations, and ancient wisdom. Curious? Stick around. Does divorce always have to look like this? Two adults constantly at odds with each other, lots of stress, anger, and resentment. The founder of Modern Co-Parent aims to change all that. The goal here is to develop peace in yourself, and that peace radiates into your parenting and your life. Fascinating stuff. Hello, welcome to Curious on Life, the podcast, and I am like beyond thrilled. I have Scott Pinyard here with me today. Um, and for so many years, of course, he was the head coach over at This Naked Mind and helped thousands of people change their relationship with alcohol, including me, Scott. So let me just start off, first of all, with so much love for the yeah. energy that you and This Naked Mind and Annie and all of you put out there. It's just, I know it changed lives, it changed mine, and now I get to change lives. So thank you for that. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I... It's what I'm passionate about, you know, helping people change is what I do. And it's, it's really, well, you said it before we started recording, it was like a full circle moment and I, nothing makes me happier than that. I mean, I still get emotional, so, but that's for <laughs> another time. <laughs> I am like, just so lit up. So I know you help people change and grow by changing their thinking. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that. And, um, you know, it, it was alcohol and now it is just, you know, life just all full of challenges. And so you help people change their thinking around whatever they're stuck around. And mm -hmm. two things that for me as a mom and as a grand, as a grandma now, and I, I went through a divorce in my early years. Um, and so, you know, I had a co-parent through that and then a stepdad mm -hmm. for one of my children. And then I, so I understand that. And then it can happen also with grandparenting, you know, difficulties, but um, I want to talk about this really compassionate way to look at co-parenting because there's so much resentment and hurt and yeah. maybe there's been betrayal and you just feel like you can never look at this. If it was like, you know, an ax or something, how can you ever you know, you think you can never look at them with compassion, but I love what you're doing because we know that that's the only way forward in life is to yeah. that, have that light. So 
Tell me about how you, why that, why the co-parenting, modern co-parenting. Reminds me of David Bowie's song, Modern Love. Modern Love. Yeah. That may or may not have been an an, uh, inspiration for naming this. Um, Yeah. You know, it's funny. So this modern co-parent is really... um, Well, like uh, like a lot of things that I do, I base it on my own experience, my own journey. So like the way that I coach around alcohol, you know, I go back, like I will go read old journals and stuff to like, you know, really help get myself in that mindset again, because I feel like that's one of the most powerful ways to help yeah. people change. And when I look back over my co-parenting journey, um, I realized that yeah, like there was legal advice and financial advice and all that sort of stuff, you know, and there's and there's a lot of resources out there for that now, right? There's a lot of resources out there for, you know, going through divorce in a certain state or a certain country or how to set up a co-parenting plan, all of that stuff. But I realized that the piece that was missing, the piece that I didn't understand for a long time was how to actually have peace as a co-parent. Yeah. So it's it's a massive change. It's a massive shift. It's a huge upheaval of life for everyone in the family. Um, and I have memories. My parents are still married, but I had uh, memories of of friends whose parents were divorced. And I mean, honestly, it was a shit show. Yeah. I didn't ask if I could swear before this started, but I just did. Fine. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the uh, you know just friends whose like parents couldn't be in the same room. And I and I and I. Saw this just like for that first year, but literally years later, like I had a friend when I graduated college and her parents got divorced 12 years prior to graduation day. And she had to have two separate graduation dinner celebration things because her parents just couldn't do it. I can't even be in the same room. Yeah. And, you know, when I got divorced, I'm like, all right. And our daughter was just barely two. So what do we do? Like, how is this going to work? Like, am I really stuck with this person? And so I went on this growth journey in a lot of different aspects. Um, But one thing, and the reason I called it modern co-parent was that I'm noticing, you know, divorce isn't what it used to be and co-parenting isn't what it used to be. And the idea, instead of just coping, dealing with this jerk for the rest of your life, Um, What a lot of people want is an ability to be an active co-parent, like to truly be able to make big decisions together, to not have this massive, stressful weight hanging over your shoulders. Um, And so what I've done with Modern Co-Parent is I've put together tools for people to do that. And again, the goal of Modern Co-Parent is to help people have peace in co-parenting. That starts with us and the way we think. Um, and you know what, if you end up with compassion for your ex, great. Um, but I don't even necessarily preach that, you know, yeah, I for guess that's me, true. you don't need yeah. to, maybe it's more for yourself. Maybe, maybe cause I'm thinking about, you know, decades ago, but maybe it's, maybe it's not so much for the other person. Maybe it's for yourself too, for yeah. having the feelings and the thoughts maybe that you had. That's where I don't it starts. Know, maybe a lot of forgiveness. So it's funny because I don't advertise it as like, have compassion for your ex, because that's a great way for people to just ignore you. No, thank you. The the reality (laughs) of the situation. I had one... I had one lady tell me when she was going through the, the, the course, uh, we were on zoom and she was crying and she's like, I can't believe you did this to me. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'm starting to have compassion for him. And that is not 
the goal, to be clear. Like that, I'm not going to tell you you need to do that or anything else. But that what starts to happen when we start to wake up to our own stories, to the ways we've been operating, to, to create that peace for ourselves is not only do we feel more peace, but our homes are more peaceful. So our kids are feeling it. And yes, eventually our ex feels it too. And so for some people, yeah, they can get to that point of compassion. And, you know, I happen to be really good friends with my ex-wife. As a matter of fact, my ex-wife has helped me put all of this together. Um, You know, we hang out all the time. Like it's, it's a, it, it is something I couldn't have pictured it a decade ago or 12 years ago when I got divorced, but that's where we are. This course isn't even aimed at that. You know, again, if that's something that happens, great. If that's good for you. But what I want, like if I really boil it down, is I want people who are in a co-parenting situation to have the ability and the tools to create peace for themselves. And because I know that that peace is going to reach those kids. Absolutely. Just those, the vibes, everybody can feel the the tension, the anxiety, and mm-hmm. you're so right. And if we can oh, learn to have peace and acceptance kind of for what is, things we can't change. I, I had, yeah. you know, you struggle on things you should have done differently or so it's, this is so beautiful. So you so people can come to you and it's it's a program, like a course where they can actually Right. So right now I have it set up as a course. It's a 12 week course. And so there's content and exercises every week. And so just like anything else, just learning this stuff, that's good, but it's nowhere near as good as applying it. And so every week there's exercises to try to take this information and and apply it to your specific situation. Mm -hmm. So people are able to get that course on its own. And then there is a coaching upgrade. So if they do want to get some sort of coaching, um, there's one-on-one coaching available with it as well. Um, That's really good. I usually find that if I've joined some sort of a, a, you know, self-development, personal development, wanting to evolve, you're doing this transformative work. Many times you've maybe not right away, but months into your new mm -hmm. learning, you do need that one-on-one just, yeah. just for that. What you, you can't see what you don't see. You know, we get in our own way yes. so many times. Well, one of the things I wanted to do is like this stuff took me eight years to figure out. I want to help people do that way faster. Faster. Way faster. Yes. Yes. So all the information that's in the course is is everything that I used to like make that happen, um, sort of condensed into these into these weekly videos. Um, but I also know, to your point, like coaching is the thing that can that can really help you like bust through to a couple levels higher faster. Because we really do get stuck in thoughts, don't we? Mm-hmm. I, I see it clearly now because of the methodologies and the psychology behind how our brain works and how the things we think about, you know, that's what's going to become kind of like our reality. We almost can manifest these, you know, horrific yeah. situations. And if we learn new ways to see things, maybe that's what this is. You're just looking at, it's not like you're changing the situation because you can't no. change what's happening. It's how you're looking at or how you're thinking about it. Is that yeah. It? I mean, I can give you an example. I had someone go through this uh, process and I was, I was coaching her and she was 
on purpose delaying things and slow rolling things in court um because she had sole custody and her ex was trying to get shared custody and there were all of these stories about it um and based on this and like digging into this for herself she started to see some of the ways um that emotions were taking over instead of logic and as she continued to work with her emotions and with her logic, she not only was able to kind of let things happen, but actually did a handoff with the kids and saw her ex and felt okay and brought this level of calm and peace that even her kids were like, mom, what's going on? You know, and that's the sort of thing opportunity I want to give people. Um, I mean, it's clear that in some situations, extreme situations, you know, abuse, like horrible things like that, that like, you know, visitation or custody, like isn't shared, but in the vast majority of cases, um, there is sort of sharing, there is some sort of cooperation that has to happen. It's not those very extreme cases where you can't be safe with the other person, but, but yeah, it's usually just that we're pissed off or we don't want to give in we don't want to you know it's this power thing and what i love about the learning to have peace of mind is that when we hold on to any thing that feels powerful in the moment and you know we're just feeding these feelings it's like we're making ourselves um so sometimes ill you know and i had Mm. to learn to, I, I, you know, you don't want to hear these things. Like you have to let things be the way they are. You cannot change what you cannot change. Mm-hmm. So we can just um, bitter and drink or eat or gamble or shop or, oh. you know, have sex or all these momentary, I don't know who we're getting at other than ourselves. We're just, mm-hmm. we're really just hurting ourselves when we behave this way. So it's so good to have these conversations because a lot of people think they can't be friendly with um, an ex. Uh, it's like, you're not supposed to be. Some people think society, you're like, you're not supposed to be. What's that? <laughs> well, that was, like I said, the examples that I saw when I was a kid, like that was what it was continuously, you know, is, you know, parents maybe not being able to be in the same room or if they are, you know, they're on opposite corners and their arms are crossed or, they're fighting through the kid or, you know, they're years out of a divorce and going back to court over something like all of those things. And I don't want to at all mean to say that all of them are avoidable because there is a process that we have to go through. There is an emotional process that we have to go through, but it doesn't have to be the rest of your life. Right. And that was a big thing for me when I got divorced I remember saying to myself, well, I got 16 years left with this person, right? Like that's the way that, um, and then one day I realized, oh no, I don't because, you know, I'm not going to stop being our daughter's father when she's 18, you know? So what that really was is I have the rest of my life with that person. And yeah, true. Our relationship had changed, but we have to be able to communicate. I don't need to live in the state of anger and frustration and just, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it, but like the anger that comes from a situation like this is uniquely bad. 
Um, and that's what I was living in every single day. And when I realized, oh, wait a minute, maybe I don't have to do that. Maybe there's a different way to shift. Like what a relief, what a relief. Yeah. What a weight off. It's like, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be confrontational. And it's like, really, that's, that's like a, wow. You know, some people maybe never even thought about it that way. And a lot of people have an ex-partner be like a on your team with your kids. You're only going to, life is just going to be that much easier too when you need to do other, you know, you have each other to be partners with. That's so, so great. And it's, did that whole concept kind of go into the forever conversation? Mm. Life is so much more than even our relationships in the chaos of life. Did it kind of lead into more? There's more. It's interesting. So, you know, if you look at all of the work that I do, um, it's all based around how we think. And there are various levels at which people can change that stuff. Um, and one of the, one of the concepts that I find and still like, you know, I stumbled on this years ago and I'm still amazed by it is just how we create our own experience by the way we think about the world. And so that's applicable to a lot of different things, right? And that goes into my coaching around alcohol. It goes into my coaching with co-parents. Um, and what the forever conversation is, which is a different, uh, program that I'm, that I'm a part of. Uh, me and my good friend, Sam, you know, Sam Goldfinch, uh, we, uh, we nerd out on this stuff and we come from different sort of directions. Um, I, uh, to a large extent, I'm allergic to the word spiritual. Like I don't, that's not my bag. Um, but I, I come very much from a science background, um, and sort of research-based and I've been on a journey to like discover more about that and maybe even open up to that side of things. Sam, on the other hand, comes very much from a spiritual background, but what we were finding as we were talking about stuff is how many things we had in common and how we saw these things around how our thinking creates our life. What sort of understanding we have about really, really big questions. And, uh, we found ourselves having these conversations and realized that there was really nowhere to talk about this stuff, you know, in the sort of way that we are. And so that's why we started the forever conversation, um, which is literally Sam and I talking, you know, there's weekly content that comes out every week and um, there's exercises and we have different things that we do, but it's a way for us to explore how we're creating our own experience and what that means. And that means a lot, right? That means a lot of things on a spiritual level, on a psychological level. Um, And so we bring into it, uh, you know, our own backgrounds um, and ideas around the stuff. And then we're wrestling with it together on the content. We do that. uh, Sam and I do that on the content. And then we also do it with people um, in various different formats. And so the goal with that, again, was just for there to really be a place where we can continue to dig in and look at this really strange thing that is like consciousness and our experience. Absolutely. I, I, that kind of stuff, I can nerd out with it too. I mean, when I stopped, yeah, it's like when I finally stopped drinking after decades of drinking and started peeling back layers 
I mean, I realized how much even my creativity had been affected by so much booze, you know, just, Mm. it just numbs everything. Even the muses were, you know, the vibes were lower. And so things just started, I, things were like almost in technicolor and I started becoming curious. I just curious about, so kind of the stuff you're talking about too, like the bigger question. So how does anybody get involved with the forever conversation? You can go to theforeverconversation.com and check it out. We have, it's a membership program. We have various levels. Um, So you can go there and check it out. And get into Um, the conversation. (laughs) And join the conversation. Yeah, yeah. We, um, the, and links to all this stuff is on my website too, scottpinyard.com. That's probably the best place to go. And you can see Modern Co-Parent and the Forever Conversation and, you know, everything else I do is there. We go to Um, scottpinyard.com. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, on that topic of people growing post-alcohol and and getting curious, um, I found that's true actually with a lot of major life changes that people make. Um, I know for a fact that it's true with alcohol, um, but it's also true about divorce. Like one of the things I talk about in the Modern Co-Parent course, which is something that no one really discusses is that divorce is a golden personal development opportunity. Um, If you're brave enough to take the step, which sometimes that does require a lot of uh, soul searching. But I've found this with a lot of different people who are going through various different types of challenges in life. It's ultimately through those challenges and through those tough times where we have, I don't know, this like renewed curiosity or this ability to see things differently. Um, and that was a question I used to get all the time when I worked at this naked mind, people would be like, Hey, Scott, I'm, you know, 30 days, 60 days, alcohol free, whatever it is. Yeah. How do I keep this going? Like, how do I stay here? And my answer to them was always the same. Don't stay there. Like keep growing, grow into a different person. That is grow so in. great. Yeah. Grow into a person doesn't get mad at their ex. You know, grow into that new person, follow that curiosity, because that's the thing that allows you to continue to evolve. And that's what we're all here for. Absolutely. And that's also the thing that will bring, it sounds corny, but it's going to bring you joy, the real Mm. kind, because you truly have a headspace of, of like expecting, like being curious and not having expectation of how people are going to treat you. Yes. You know, how are they going to show up? And they're going to say that, you know, you're, we're already, you know, projecting. And it's like, and I, I had, I had to learn that with drinking, like stop projecting about what's going to happen. Yeah. And it does totally. fit into this with maybe having to see somebody that you're divorced from and you're projecting all this stuff and maybe you show up just clean slate. You're not going to have, you know, any thoughts ahead of time of how it's going to be and just show up through peace of mind. And it's not just with your ex, it's going to be with the boss, with the neighbor, with the, you know, your mom, whatever the the tough relationship is. There's always going to be a tough relationship. And that's what leads me to create this other thing I've created, which we were talking about before, which is this idea of seeing this stuff and learning how to work with this stuff. So I'm I'm trying to synthesize all of the various ways that uh, 
you know, from a coaching standpoint, I can help people change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm about to launch, although I think by the time this comes out, I will have launched a program called Shift, which is just about thinking, shifting your thinking. Um, and it's not applicable to any like particular thing. So it's not like an alcohol program or a divorce program or anything like that. Um, it is a way that I'm going to work very closely with people over a six month period to change the way you think, to literally learn how to identify and shift the stories that are causing you pain, um, the thoughts that make you unhappy. Um, The goal of this program is to give people like tools and ability to step in that new direction, to like have a different way of seeing the world, because I know that a different way of seeing the world or a different way of thinking, that's what opens us up to that next level. Right. So to your point, right, you don't know what you don't know. Um, And being able to come up against the challenging things in your life and instead of putting all of your focus on everything outside of you, start to look inside and say, wait, what are the stories or the thoughts that are keeping me stuck? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to give people a blueprint for doing. And that's what I'm going to do with Shift. It's amazing. Shift. Wow. 2024, I bet. Look out. Yeah. Oh, hey, (laughs) when you when that gets up and running. You got to come back on and talk about it. I will do that. I will absolutely do that. Oh, I think we should let leave it on that really <laughs> high note. Good things coming for the new year and yes. all this amazing stuff, Scott. Thank you so much for, ta- I know you're so busy. Thank you for taking time out of your day today. Anytime. Anytime I get the opportunity to hang out with you is I love it. So okay. Well, I'm going to take me. you up on that next year. I want to hear <laughs> yeah. about SHIP. Yes, I'm so excited do. about all this kind of, of shifting of, you know, because it, it, it changes people's lives. We transform. Yeah. So exciting. Thank you, Scott. Well, thank you. It was good to see you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're inspired with what you've heard, please let me know by leaving me a review on iTunes. And don't forget to tell a friend. If you're not already following me on Instagram, be sure to follow me for tips and creative expression and support. Follow at Rebecca Guevara Wingler or at Curious on Life. And if you'd like to work with me, I run different programs and art workshops. Go to my website, www.rebeccagivarawingler.com.